You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Jaguar fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Jaguars. This is your man, Tony Wiggins, coming to you on a Monday. Want to bring you another episode of Lockdown Jaguars, your daily podcast, talking about everything Jacksonville Jaguars because it's your team every day. You can subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring your friends along and hit that subscribe button and follow us along. We're going to talk about forgotten people today or people that have the potential to be forgotten, and I'll explain that to you in just a second. I have to tell you now that today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off of your next order. Um, there is a such thing as training camp that's going to come up after the draft, and there's no telling who this team is going to draft. We've already seen who this team has picked up in free agency. When I mean, you get a new staff in and you get all of these nice shiny parts in, sometimes it's uh, – the older parts that seems like they can easily be forgotten. And with some of the additions that have been had on the football team, I want to go through a couple of positions that can be easily forgotten. In the second segment, I'm going to talk about defense. Guys that, uh, as defenders, who uh, may be forgotten because of the expected additions that uh, either have already been made or the ones that will be made whenever this football team uh, continues to upgrade in the draft. And, of course, in the third segment, I will talk about the offensive positions. And we've talked about the explosiveness and the skill position players. Everyone talks about what is needed. And then when they talk about what's needed, sometimes an argument starts about what's not needed. However, it's never there's certain people that are never mentioned as reasons why those things are not needed. So I'm going to bring all of that up. Uh, but first, let's in the first segment, let's discuss, uh, as a, in a nutshell, why I, I think this is important. Because there were players last year that this team depended on, and there were players that had uh, key roles or that was attempting to carve out a niche and carve out a role. Um, when you change regimes, sometimes. Uh, There's a schematic change. Sometimes there's just a change of the type of player that a coach or a GM wants. And then sometimes it's an overall process where it's not necessarily you. And I know that that sounds bad. Like if you're dating, someone goes, it's not you, it's me. But um, it's not it's a situation where they need an influx of oomph. And then someone has to be an oomph is just. Let's just say oomph is whatever it is. It could be whatever a team needs. And we're not going to be specific with the Jaguars here because I don't want to give it away what I'm talking about. But let's just say they believe in they need uh, uh, an influx of oomph. And whatever that might be, they might have to sacrifice something by adding that into the DNA of, of the program. And you might be the one that sacrificed, even though you're a pretty good player. And sometimes in those situations, what they end up doing is they find a trade partner. They find a better situation for you and they get compensation for you. 
sometimes they end up just flat out letting you go, cutting you once you get in training camp. Guys get disgruntled and you know they they sort of wean you off, wean you away, and and, and kind of weed you out a little bit, and your opportunities don't exist. The opportunities for the players. Then sometimes what happens is guys have an opportunity and they adapt and overcome and then they actually do impress the staff enough to where it's a pleasant surprise and they're so good that they can't be cut. Even with a new coach, even with a new staff, even with a new scheme, you just surprise them and you know what they go. They look around and go, can't cut him. He's too good. We just can't cut him. There are times when there are injuries. And you just can't cut him. There are times when, you know, coaches try to replace a guy. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Now, this year he's gone. Keelan Cole is gone. You notice they tried to replace Keelan Cole over the last couple of years with guys, and he kept outplaying them in the draft. They tried to replace him with uh, D.D. Westbrook. Nope. They tried to continue to add guys, even to a certain extent, LaVisca. They tried to put, nope. He didn't go anywhere. He was like a fly, man. He just he just wouldn't leave. He just he just he he was just there. He was constantly there. He was just a guy who was always just whenever you thought it was over for him, there he was. And they they couldn't replace him if they wanted to. Because he just showed up and he did what they took him off punt return and they they had Walker and they had all of these guys. Jadon Mickens came in and left. They had all of these dudes and they kept trying to replace Keelan Cole and every single time couldn't do it. Just kept showing up, just kept playing. And he was just too good to cut. So there, and that wasn't even with a regime change. Now imagine how it is when you change regimes and you change coaches, you change schemes and there are guys that aren't even uh, on your radar. And I got a couple of guys that even media people aren't mentioning. I'm not mentioning them. But I think that they do have something unique that they bring and they offer to the team. And I'm going to go over it. And I'm going to give you the reason why I believe that they have a shot at sticking around. Um, but, of course, all of those things matter. You can take A, B, D, A, B, C, or D and figure out which way they're going to be able to stick around. Uh, but they have a chance to make some noise. You know, I was going to title this this um, this episode guys that I think might get cut. I'm not going to do that, though, because I think that's too negative. I, I think that's too negative, and I think that's placing a connotation on these guys that, that that's really not fair. So I'm just saying guys that will get – guys that are trying to give the coaches a reason to say, hey, remember me, and guys that will have a, a, an opportunity to really do that and really have a chance to step up and, and make folks take notice – that, hey, no, I'm, you know, I'm not ready to give this thing up and I want to hang around a little bit. All right, so we'll go defense first and then we'll go offense in segment three. Here on a Monday edition of Locked on Jaguars, and I'll give it to you in just a second. After I tell you guys about betonline.ag, betonline.ag is the best place for you to go when you're trying to win some money. It is the top betting site. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action and win you some money. Football might be over, but the NBA and the NHL are in full swing, and BetOnline covers award shows, TV shows, reality TV, all of that stuff. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They even have a sports book for horse racing. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. This is the best way for you to place bets, and it's free to sign up. 
Head to the website to use your mobile device and sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. That's right. But you have to use the promo code. And that's locked on, of course. Locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, man. It's betonline.ag. That's where you go because that's where I go. And I get paid. And you need to also. Okay, man, so before we really get further into this, I got to tell you about my man, Peter Bukowski, and that great podcast that hits you in the head every single day, Monday through Friday. It's called Locked On Today, and it can be found on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Now, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get 20 fast minutes of all the best stories from around the world of sports, and Peter's going to give it to you, and he's going to have local uh, experts to chime in, It's going to be quick, it's going to be fast, but it's going to be plentiful. And you're going to find out everything you need to know about all the stories in the world of sports. That's Peter Bukowski and the Locked On Today podcast, where you can find on the Odyssey app as well as wherever you get your podcasts. So I promised you I would talk about defense to reset here. We're talking about guys that will say, hey, remember me, come training camp. And it's because they've had so many additions in free agency, 13 to date, and they've re-signed everyone. And they're going to draft people, I assume, at the positions that I'm going to name here today. Defensively, I think we're going to focus on the secondary and we're going to look at the safety position. I think the best safety on this team has been Jared Wilson. And the reason why I think the best safety on this team has been Jared Wilson is because when Jared Wilson had a, a stretch of games when he was injured, they just didn't look the same. They didn't hit people. I mean, this is over the last two years. They weren't as sudden. They didn't hit people. They had holes. And it seems like as soon as Jared Wilson came back into the lineup, things got fixed and there were plays that were made. He's a guy that they've developed. He's the guy that got to a second contract after being developed as an undrafted free agent out of Michigan. He's big, he's long, he's rangy. I'm not saying he's a starter uh, for a team that's going to win a championship, but I do think he's a valuable member of this team from a depth perspective. And I do believe if you put him in the right position and uh, ask for the right expectations, that Jared Wilson can be a good player. This is a guy I don't want him to go to someone else's team and provide proper depth for them. I I just don't. I think you sacrifice one of those other guys, one of those other young cats, and and understand that just because he wasn't a top-flight starter who ended up some sort of all-pro or Pro Bowl player when given the opportunity doesn't mean that he can't be a really, really good football player depth-wise for this football team. Everyone talks about Trayvon Morig or – or any other safety. I talk about Richie Grant a lot. They've already added Rashawn Slater. I mean, Rashawn Jenkins or Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Jenkins. So there aren't that many positions left. There aren't that many, you know, starting. If they go draft a guy in the second round or at the end of the first round, obviously they're going to take that guy to be a starter. So then you're looking at depth guys and you're looking at guys that have experience. Jared Wilson's exactly what that is. And if you don't keep him, he's going to go and he's going to be that for somebody else. I'd rather have a guy like that, you know, 25, 26-year-olds with, with experience 
if you put his role, everybody forever wanted to add Trey Boston and all those guys to this team. Jared Wilson's just like those guys. He he's going to be viewed if he ever hits the market or if he ever if he ever gets cut as a guy who started a bunch of games in his league. He's going to be a guy that started a bunch of games in his league, and he's going to go somewhere else, and he's going to play for four or five years. And you're going to look up one day, and Jared Wilson's going to have a nine- or a ten-year career. Why can't he just have him here as a depth guy and as a backup player? Guys like that are important. If you don't believe that, then don't look at Jaguars free agents because they half the guys they signed are just guys just like that. And sometimes we have a tendency to fall in love with other people's players and, and not really focus and fall in love with your own. Just just think about it this way. At the end of all of this, will there be four safeties on the roster better than him? No, I don't think so. I don't. And that's why I think it's going to be, you know, with, with people anticipating that they're going to add another guy, it's always it, it always seems like he gets lost. His name gets lost. Because everyone wants to focus on the guys that are going to be the frontline guys and the starters. And I think sometimes that can get a little dangerous. I think, you know, you got to remember. I think you got to re- take your time and really remember everybody and go through the entire 53. And, and and I told you guys this before. When you get real good, the guys that used to start will be your depth guys. The guys that used to start and the guys that you were expecting to, to be your leaders, that'll be the guy that used to be your starting safety will now be your third or fourth safety. The guy, you know, he'll be he'll be your third safety in the nickel, in that big nickel that we talk about. And we never know how he's going to react with new coaching and with new expectations and a new system. We don't, man. We don't know how he's going to react with that stuff. And that's the key. That was one of the things that I was talking about. How is he going to react to new coaching, new system, new culture, Better players up front, better players at the corner, playing with the lead. You know, those, those types of things. So on offense, I mean on defense is Jared Wilson. I'm going to give you my guy on offense. And I think you guys, you guys are going to like this one. I really think you guys are going to like this one a lot. You should anyway. You should because... This one makes a ton of sense. And if you think about it, he's, he's almost like the forgotten man when everyone talks about who Trevor's going to be having as a weapon. I'm going to talk about it in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. First, we need to talk about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar on the market. One, because it's covered in pure chocolate all over. And that's the best thing, right? Everyone loves chocolate. Everyone loves things that are covered completely in chocolate. And it's healthy. Believe it or not, it is absolutely healthy and it tastes absolutely wonderful. It is low calorie, low carb, high in protein. And not only is it high in protein, it's high in fiber. And they have a smorgasbord of flavors. Different, different flavors. They started with 12, then they went to 18, and then they added a few more. And I'm actually loving that peanut butter crisp right now. And the salted caramel. I, I, I mean, don't get me started naming the ones that I like. You can try them all at BuiltBar.com, and you can try them all with 15% off if you use the promo code LOCK15. If you want to learn more about them while you're on Twitter, 
go to bar, go to at bar underscore built and take a look around and start and, and start, you know, ordering your built bars. You make sure you hide them from me because if you don't, I'm going to find out where you live and I'm going to come knock on your door and get some. So it's builtbar.com with the promo code LOCK15. All right, man. So uh, locked on NFL mock draft. That's right. Locked on NFL mock draft is alive in full effect. Around the locked on NFL network of podcasts, we're shifting into draft mode. And on April 19th through the 26th, tune in to the ultimate mock draft in 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It's the Ultimate Mock Draft, baby. We're doing big things here on the Locked On Podcast Network along with Odyssey. Some big names, man. Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Mike Lombardi. All right, so here's the thing. I want you guys to really focus on weapons. I want you to look at those depth charts that everyone has been talking about. I want you to look at all of the names that people have been dropping about. Well, who is Trevor going to throw to and all of his weapons? And look at the free agency. Marvin Jones Jr. And then you're hearing about more, uh, you know, Rondell, and you're hearing about Kadarius Tony, and and Rashad Bateman, and all of these guys. And then folks are saying, "No, we got Chark, and we got Chenault, and you know, we need a tight end, and we don't need to use resources on this, and don't need to use resources on that." You know who no one's mentioning? Colin Johnson. How come nobody's talking about Colin Johnson? Colin Johnson came here last year, exceeded all. Exceeded expectations in camp. Not only did he exceed expectations in camp, when he got his chance and got his number called, he played extremely well, extremely well. When given a shot, considering the quarterback situation and considering the fact that he was never like really the first option, but he's a big red zone target. He's six foot six. So, what's his path to getting on the field? One is to work extremely hard. Two, um, I, I I believe, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Chris Ash crossed paths with him at Texas. I, I don't know if Ash was at Texas for more than one year, but even if he was, he probably heard about Colin and his work ethic. But if he was more more if he was there for more than one year, Colin was a legacy kid at Texas, and he saw it firsthand. But the best thing is about the best thing about him is he provides something that they don't have. Even though Chark six four, Colin is six six. He's a serious red, red zone target. He's a hard worker. He has sneaky speed. And the Jaguars don't really have to go into the draft and draft a guy like him. They can really look at their roster when it's time for them to, to start drafting players. They don't have to pick a guy like that. When they start going into the draft, I think they're going to get a bunch of fast guys. They're going to get a bunch of small, quick, fast, fast players. They talked about adding speed and explosiveness. They didn't talk about adding size. There are some teams that may have a bunch of little guys, a little fast, quick guys that may go into it thinking, okay, we got to add, we got to get a red zone target. 
the Jaguars don't have to worry about that. They could actually look at their roster and say, you know, with Chark, with uh, Chenault, and with Colin, we're good with red zone targets. We're good at giving some at our, our new quarterback a guy with superior catch radius that could go up and actually snatch the ball out of air. So from that perspective, I really do believe that they're good and they're straight. They don't have to. They don't have to per se go into the draft thinking we need to we need to shore up that aspect of our of our football team. That's what he has working for him. And then I heard he has a, a tremendous work ethic. So you know, does he have a chance to say, "Look at me"? Yeah, yeah. Even in the things that we don't see on the football field, the weight room, the way he approaches things, the way he prepares. You know, it's going to be tough. If if they if they're ever torn between whether they got to keep five or six receivers, or six or seven, the thing is with Agnew, the the kick returner, he he's going to be listed as a receiver, and an offensive weapon. So what they better hope is that you know that they decide you know if they're going to keep one less running back, if they're only going to keep three running backs, and they're going to look at Agnew as the other running back, or as an offensive weapon, that that it doesn't come down to okay. Well, we have this many running backs and this many receivers. That it comes down to this. Do we keep an extra running back or a receiver? And can Agnew be the guy that – his versatility, can that be the determining factor that we can just take – we can take it off the table that we absolutely need a fourth running back because of his versatility? And if Colin Johnson just plays lights out, we can keep him regardless of the numbers at that other position. That's his key. I think that's his key, and that's how I believe he has a chance to say, hey, look at me, I'm still here. Just go out and play. Control the controllable, man, and do the things that you can do well, and I think Colin Johnson will be fine, and he'll give uh, the Jaguars something to think about. But there you go. It can't always be about the starters. It can't always be about the guys up front because at the end of the day, when you watch – championship teams and you watch teams in the playoffs it's always these extra guys that find a way to make plays for these teams the Jaguars have to find out who those extra guys are they have to find out who those extra guys are for those 15 plays a game that can really really help this football team and make key plays who's the wide receiver the little the Scotty guy that caught the ball for Tampa right before the half see they had all of those receivers. They had Chris Garvin. They had uh, Mike Evans. They had Gronk as a receiver. And, of course, they had the Hall of Famer, Antonio Brown. And, and they still, right before the half, to put a little bit of a dagger in Green Bay, went to little, went to little Scotty. And he burnt that kid right before. T- See, fourth receiver, the fourth guy. That's what I'm talking about. The extra guy to make a play. The other guy. Yeah. Tyler Brake was making plays in that game. The other guy. So don't tell me it's not important. It is absolutely important for those guys to make plays. It really is. It really is. All right, man. So it's also important for you guys to make a play. And your play is to subscribe to this podcast and bring along your friends here on Locked on Jaguars because it's your team every day and it's what we do. I want you guys to take care of each other and keep taking care of each other, man. We are going to be back tomorrow with more stuff for you, more content. And uh, we're getting close. 
we're getting close, man. I, we're getting really, really close. I I was telling folks on my, my NFL show, I haven't hit that wall yet. I haven't hit that wall yet. Normally, I hit that wall. And I think because we're devoid of the combine being replayed over and over and over and over and over and over again on TV, I, I think we're jonesing for a little bit more. And normally, at this time, we're kind of asking for something else. The combine usually kind of makes us want the draft to hurry up, just like the preseason usually wants to make us want the 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 real games to start. So because we don't have that, I actually think less of that is cool with us because it hasn't worn us out and, and gotten us all. Even draft Twitter isn't as mean as it used to be this year. It isn't. Hopefully it can stay that way, man. We can all keep taking care of each other. But until tomorrow's episode, this is your man Tony Wiggins. I will talk to you next time.